The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Trust that she spent a blessed Rosh Hashanah. Joining us on the line now from Israel, our correspondent Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Great always to have you on board. Good afternoon. <laughs> and can I just say Shana Tova to everybody. New year, new start. Same nonsense in the news. <laughs> well, let's not waste any time on that one, Roland. Besides all the good wishes, is Saudi normalization off the table? Well, that's an interesting question because over the weekend, a unconfirmed report by Elaf, which is an Arabic publication, reported that the Saudis had reportedly told the Americans that they were putting the freeze on normalization with Israel, and they cited the Netanyahu government saying that the extremist government is torpedoing, this is, uh, these are their words, not mine, that the current government is torpedoing any rapprochement with the Palestinians, and therefore they are pulling out. Now, it was unconfirmed, uh, and of course had everybody rushing to, to social media uh, extremely alarmed, and we know it's no great secret that the Saudis have expressed that they want some concessions from the state of Israel mm. towards the Palestinians. It's also no secret that we have heard from elements of the government. Um, uh, I think we we know who all the culprits are, saying that absolutely under no circumstances will they allow for any concessions. However, I do believe that successive prime ministers, whether it is Bennett and Lapid or Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, normalization with the Saudis is very much a foreign policy uh, priority item. This is what they want. So earlier today we had um, comments from Israeli officials absolutely denying that there was any freeze on this. Mm-hmm. I personally think this is Elaf's attempts to try and um, kind of force the hand of Israel and also just to send a signal to the Palestinian street that Palestinian issues or the Palestinian cause is still very much in the consciousness of, of the Arab world. Because, you know, when you do look at the trajectory that we, we seem to be going in, it looks like Arab countries are losing more and more patience and interest with the Palestinians, mm. especially with regards to aid money. And then just a short while ago, we had a, a tweet or an X, I don't know, a Twix, <laughs> out from right. the, the U.S. Mm-hmm. State Department's uh, Department of Near Eastern Affairs. This is where the Middle East kind of fits in. And uh, the statements reads as follows. The United States remains committed to furthering Israel's regional integration, including through active diplomacy aimed at Israel's Saudi normalization. Talks are ongoing and we look forward to further conversations with both Parties. And certainly the United States, uh, Anthony Blinken last week, steadfast in his uh, opinion and stance regarding Saudi Arabian opinion and uh, approach to this matter. Ryan? Yes, well, um, just to reiterate, Elaf is a Saudi-owned publication mm. and, and, and it might be uh, some way of behind the scenes, as I say, trying to... Right. Uh, Try to negotiate through, through, you know, using the fifth column or, 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 or the, or, or the fourth column, which right. is the media to try and, and do that. But I think any diplomat wants 
to be responsible for brokering any kind of peace agreement in uh, the Middle East. This is, uh, you know, this is the holy grail mm. of mm. diplomacy. Right. Uh, and, you know, there has been a lot of criticism leveled towards the Biden administration that they aren't as committed to the Abraham Accords as perhaps the previous administration, the Trump administration was. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that Blinken and Biden are, are keen to, to prove otherwise. Well, whilst all that's going on uh, in the background, Rolene, we're looking at uh, another story that uh, materialized since this morning. Uh, I'm looking forward to your clarification on this. Netanyahu accuses protesters of aligning with PLO and Iran and de- as he departed for the United States. There was some kind of clarification around that. What was it? Well, this, of course, created a huge, huge Mm. wave of condemnation and anger around the country. So basically, the prime minister was at Ben-Gurion Airport ready to depart for the U.S., where he will be speaking at the U.N. General Assembly later this week, or as I like to call it, the annual Super Bowl for journalists, because we like to, um, <laughs> okay. you know, we get, get to flex our uh, analytical muscles. Uh, and he said, okay. he said, you know, uh, the anti-overhaul protesters are joining forces with the PLO and Iran. Now, this is categorically untrue, and this is extremely, extremely unhelpful language. And, and I've seen today on social media a lot of people. Uh, really putting out some really appalling rhetoric against the the protesters, uh, and he was actually forced to clarify a short uh, while later. He mm. sent a statement out through the government press office, saying that basically what he meant was that um, they will be protesting around about the same time that uh, pro BDS protesters and pro uh, Iran protesters uh, will be protesting. Uh, uh, you know, when he speaks okay. at the United Nations, which he will be doing on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's faced further criticism because people have said, you know, you, you, Prime Minister Netanyahu, you are not a stupid man. You don't get confused with your language. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that this was quite deliberate. And, and it's really, really unhelpful language um, because Israel already is so uh, divided. Um, Yair Lapid, the head of the Yesh Atid faction, also the head of the opposition, uh, he also tweeted out, he says, there is no person who has destroyed our image in the world more than Netanyahu in recent month, months. Nothing helps the Iranians more than the judicial coup d'etat of his government. His accusations against the patriots of the protest is more proof of a serious mm-hmm. disruption to his judgment and understanding of reality. Benny Gantz uh, tweeted out a less harshly worded uh, tweet. He said um, it was it, it, he, that the premier's statement caused tremendous damage. He said even if we disagree on a course of action, we are talking about patriots, lovers of the country. Even a thousand fiery speeches at the United Nations will not repair the tremendous damage that Netanyahu is causing to Israeli society with his conduct. It's time to stop the coup d'etat and bring order to the government instead of blaming the protests. And Mm. just to add uh, a major, major spanner in the works, some 82 of, of Foremost top defense officials, including former IDF chiefs of staff, ministers of defense, Shinbet, Mossad, and police uh, chiefs, 
have written an open letter to Yuli Edelstein, uh, Yuli Edelstein from the MK, from the uh, Likud Party, who chairs the Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defence Committee. They have accused the Prime Minister, and they've written it in Hebrew and in English, mm-hmm. of uh, causing significant harm to Israel's security from the judicial overhaul. Um, uh, I'm going to read to you a little bit of, from the letter. They've said these actions led and promoted by Netanyahu are transforming the state of Israel from a democracy based on the principles of our declaration of independence to an autocracy that harms Israel's national strength through the dismantling the IDF, its defense establishment, economy, financial stability, and risks the social fabric of the people in the state of Israel. Netanyahu's conduct and the manner in which he makes decisions could cause significant damage to the national security of Israel and also to the national security of Israel's close ally, the USA. Now, this is a very, mm. very damning letter. Um, this... But, uh, you know, in a nutshell, and, and they start, uh, I've actually got a copy of the letter in front of me, they start various incidents where they believe that the Prime Minister has put uh, the State of Israel at great risk, um, uh, and it's, uh, they basically accuse him of doing this to try and, and, and stop his uh, legal woes, and, and they go on to to talk about the submarine and marine vessels affair. This is in very, very, very specific detail, mm-hmm. and is extremely, extremely damning towards the prime minister. Rolling, unfortunately, we've just about run out of time. We hope to have unpacked a third issue, which I wanted to bring up with you. But okay, we can possibly do it tomorrow. But I certainly won't forget the United Nations as the journalistic Super Bowl. Rolling Holy Marks, our correspondent from Israel, joining us on the line to give us the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land at the moment.